0: Welcome to Real Life Real Estate Investing, a show to help you gain financial freedom by investing in real estate, brought to you by the Real Estate Investors Association of Cincinnati and the Ohio Real Estate Investors Association. You're listening to Real Life Real Estate Investing on WMKV, WLHS, and the Maple Knoll Radio Network. And now your host, Vena Jones-Cox.
1: Good afternoon. I am Vena Jones-Cox, and this is Real Life Real Estate Investing working hard every week to make sure that you get the information and inspiration you need to start or grow your own real estate investing business. And yeah, I know I say that every week, but this week there is a lot of emphasis on the inspiration part and the business part, because we're going to talk about a topic that directly real estate related but if you will like actually follow up on it and do something about it uh it will change the whole way that you do your entire real estate thing from here on out and i'm not kidding because it absolutely did that for me in my life here to help me discuss the very important topic of operating your business in a vision driven way is Mr. Kevin Carroll, who is the chief sales and marketing systems officer for REI black book. And also uh, a guy who has seen how creating vision driven businesses affects not just the people like immediately around you in your rea group that might've done it, but people all over the country for years on end. He's actually joining us here in the studio. How long has it been since there was somebody here in the studio? Welcome, Kevin.
2: Thank you. Happy to be here. Thank you.
1: Uh, Happy to have you here. It's weird, though, like, like for the last, I don't know year and a half it's, it's mostly been people on the phone but uh yeah it's it's interesting to have somebody to look at it, other it, than mike i mean you know i look at mike all the time and
2: so. that's right it's exciting to be live that's for sure
1: yes and this is a great time of year for you to happen to have been a town because you don't live here you live in st. St. Louis. st louis and uh you happen to be here because tomorrow mm-hmm. night's real estate investors Association Greater cincinnati meeting is a big expansion on this topic where um, we're actually going to like have people sit and and look at different areas of their lives and decide where there might be some gaps that they would want to fill in and talk about how to fill those in and um yeah so you came to this whole vision thing sort of through somebody else and that's that's damon remy who Mm -hmm. is the founder of rei black book and you work in his company Mm -hmm. and so you have a perspective on this that is uh, a little bit different from those of us who are you know trying to be solopreneurs in our own business and we're trying to figure like what's the vision for our business you actually work in a vision driven business and can can you tell can you tell us like what the difference between this is, hasn't been your only job in your life so like like what right. is the difference between working in a vision driven business and working in just a, a business that's like all about the money and the the
2: tasks and the goals that question comes up often um you know my background has always been very large companies uh fortune 500 publicly traded companies where i spent over a decade before i joined uh, RAI blackbook so, to say it's a little bit of a difference coming to a vision based company is an understatement. Um, you know, typically in my experience, vision and mission statements, those are typically marketing slogans and, and portraits that are, are hung on walls and in, in big office buildings. But, uh, since I've joined Aria Blackbook and Damon's team, it's been really refreshing, um, seeing that our entire team is, uh, behind that vision that we've bought into. The mission, the values, the purpose, and uh, everybody's got a different step. Uh, It's definitely uh, night and day different than what I've had before. It's 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 a true sense of of meaning and being a part of something that's bigger than ourselves. Um, Not to sound corny about this, but uh, that is the reality.
1: So, if if I were say a real estate entrepreneur who was getting to that point where I was starting to realize that I actually had a job. I was telling, I was telling my friends, I'm in the real estate business, but I in fact have a job because like everything depends on me and maybe I'm starting to think it's time to get some help. A good thing to do before I went and started hiring people would be to understand not what the, what, not what the annual profit goals were of the business, not what the annual deal goals were of the business. That's every company does that. But to understand what my vision is for my business because I'm guessing it will let me attract better people who stay longer.
2: That is a big part of it, yes. Um, versus just throwing a body into a seat um, and hoping that that job or function gets completed. Um, that's where most people put that responsibility and that's about as much effort they put behind it. With proper vision in place, um, you're able to not just hire on skill set, but is it the right person? Do they match our core values? Um, Is this somebody who we want to align with and that we're going to have the trust and uh, basically be comfortable that this is going to be a good long-term fit, not just for us, but for that person as well.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Business vision, which is sort of, I mean, that's sort of like the topic of the REA meeting tomorrow night, which by, by the way, listeners, Um, because of some staffing issues and some internet issues in the hotel the ria gc meetings that are held on the first thursday of every month have gone fully live there's no there's not a simulcast option anymore but if you're in the cincinnati area and you're at all interested in real estate you might want to find a way to get there tomorrow night and you can get a get see the whole schedule and get a guest pass if you've never been there before at dot com. Cincinnati, so the to- the topic tomorrow night because we know who we're talking to we're talking to a bunch of solopreneurs who are trying mm-hmm. to figure out how do i scale how do i make this a, a business that um i can literally retire on the business without selling it i i can i can keep it going after i'm moved to you know puerto rico or wherever i'm moving <laughs> and it still makes me money and i i can lay on the beach and and get money coming in a business that doesn't take too much time away from their families all that stuff The the, the topic is business vision but i'd, I'd like you <clears throat> to just explain in your own words what are the what the difference is between a business vision and a personal vision and how they relate to one another
2: sure and that's a great question um uh, you know, typically most people just look at a business vision itself, but in reality, before we even get to the vision part of our vision, we need to get our personal vision completely in place and get really clear as far as what type of life are we really wanting to live. Um, you know, a, for a, a quick example, would be if if I'm an avid traveler and I know that a month out of the year there's two or three trips that I'd like to take, well my business vision is going to need to include that month time period off. If you're a a parent, you know, visiting uh, kids and spending time and, you know, coaching, you know, so on and so forth. But whatever that personal vision is, that needs to be locked down, documented in place. So that way we can really dial in the vision aspect and really formulate a plan behind that that's going to support both the personal as well as the vision simultaneously.
1: Because if you don't do that, and this is me speaking for personal experience <laughs> now, <clears throat> real estate, however you do it, wholesaling, retailing, short-term rentals, uh, regular rentals, lease option, whatever it is, notes, whatever it is you're going to do, is really interesting. And it, it's really easy for that to become like the focus of everything. And to start taking up more and more and more of your time and for you to start saying to your friends, I can't go out for your birthday this weekend because I have a rehab that's not finished or to say to your kids, I'm sorry, I can't be at the game like I said I was going to because the tenant just called me and told me their toilet blew up and there's water all over the place. If you don't build it the other way and say, no, my business, my vision, my business never takes away from my time with my kids. My business never takes away from my time with my friends or my travel or my church or whatever it is that is in that, that vision for your life. It will eat your life. Yes. And I'm I'm telling you that that is the absolute truth because I didn't. You know, I was brought up on goal setting. I was brought up on Zig Ziglar and you know, Brian Tracy and uh, Dale Carnegie and all those guys. And it was all about the goals, the numbers, the, you know, how much am I going to make this year? How many deals am I going to do this year? And I was very good at it. I was very good at setting these big goals and then working and working and working and working to get them. And it, after, after 10 years, like by every, by every financial measure, I was pretty successful. People like, oh, I want to be you when I grow up. And I would think, no, you don't <laughs> because it is entirely possible and happens all the time to be a miserable millionaire.
2: But well, and that's much more common than you would expect. You know, a lot of people, they like to put all the fancy pictures and, and scream all the successes loud and clear. But on the backside, a lot of them are miserable. They're working nonstop. A lot of their personal lives are struggling. Um, it, I promise you this. It's not why any of us get into business is to feel those emotions and and you know impact our personal relationships and you know it's it's great to have goals and and don't get me wrong we've got to have goals and metrics and all of that is is underlying what our vision is but <clears throat> that can't be the most important part. There's there's stuff on you know that we've got to build a foundation and that foundation's the business part of it. Yep.
1: So we we do our personal vision to sort of work out for ourselves like what what is what it what kind of person do I want to be? What kind of life do I want to have? And then we build our business vision in a way that fits that as opposed to just kind of let the business develop itself. Cause when you do that, it becomes a monster.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, the biggest thing that we see is a lot of people will jump into business and say, Hey, I want to do 20 deals this year, you know, for example, and they'll do everything they possibly can to hit that 20. But in the same time the personal side of things has just completely come unraveled and enable to in order to be able to repeat those results and have consistent um deal flow and et cetera as, as we do grow and, and grow professionally, um if we leave the personal side behind, well you know, neither one of them's gonna work out in the long run if if, if that balance isn't achieved and identified early on through that vision setting process.
1: Yeah, I did. I did 20 deals this year, but I also got divorced and my dog doesn't come when I call him anymore is not a win.
2: And I've missed my kids' birthdays. I can't go to dinner with my wife or my husband because I'm looking at my phone nonstop, afraid that something's going to go wrong at the title company. The, You know, we've got pictures and stories off, you know, Over and over and over again of, of, you know, the business side just completely taking over the personal and it's frustrating because you, you you work so hard and you get quote unquote success, if -hmm. you will, and you're miserable. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's not why any of us are
1: here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now listeners don't, don't get all like panicked here because (laughs) this isn't, this isn't a story about how successful people are also miserable people. (laughs) This is what we're going to spend the rest of the Of our time today talking about and uh, an hour and a half tomorrow night at Cincinnati Rhea is how to go about creating that vision and the power of it and all of that sort of thing. So I would love to hear from y'all talking to you listeners about, I don't know, the effect that that uh, getting a vision has had on you. If, if you, if you're sitting there in your own head arguing and saying, that's stupid. I don't want to create a vision. I like, I, I need, I need, that could take me hours and I need that time to call sellers back or, (laughs) or go go rehab that property. I want to hear that too. You can give us a call at 877-772-9658. Again, that number is 877-772-9658 or you can send it in an email to askvina at gmail.com. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I am your host, Vina Jones Cox. My guest today is Kevin Carroll. From he's from Marii Blackbook, but that's not what we're talking about today. It, it's weird whenever I bring one of you guys, Kev, Kevin or Damon, on. People are like, oh, this is going to be about like follow up systems, and you know, it's, it's going <laughs> to be going to be it's going to be software based. And um, yep. y'all actually do a lot of training on business vision. We do. And I believe that's because your boss w- when I first met him was uh, you know had a great company that I mean our, that that company had already kind of um taken over the market in the area that it operates in but he was also very anti-vision like he was not somebody that you wanted to talk to about this <clears throat> woo woo squishy you know gee, you don't seem happy. How can I not be happy? I'm a millionaire.
0: Um, <laughs> Correct. Correct. Kind of yeah. stuff.
1: And uh, he and I actually went to a class together. Uh, it's been over a decade ago, probably, probably 10, 12 years ago, uh, that was about vision. And I saw he was there and I was like, oh, boy, this yep. is going to be interesting. <laughs> um, but I think he had a, a, a huge aha moment.
2: He did it, and you know, it, and to your point, he thought it was a little bit too feely, too emotional. Yeah, you know, well, he's a man, so sure, yeah. Um, yeah we're, we're not all like that, Vina, <laughs> but but in to, to when his company was early, um, he was one of those not not to put him on the spot here, but one of those miserable millionaires. To a certain extent, was extremely extremely successful. Um, the business on the surface was taken off, but in reality, he didn't have a vision in place which led him to absolutely hating his job not having a clear outline so i mean it was and it truly was affecting his personal as well as the business it
1: affects everything it affects yep. your relationships your health how you know how will you take care of yourself do you bother to ever go on vacation yep because you know i'm just going to be miserable there too
2: <laughs> so that meeting that the two of you shared uh frankly not just changed his life in the business but All of our employees and, and the good news is, is we've been able to extend, um, you know, the vision aspect of what we learned the hard way, uh, and help encourage solopreneurs and, you know, uh, not even necessarily solopreneurs, but other real estate businesses, uh, to, vulnerable and go down that path and it's
1: yeah he went from this is not for me to this is for everybody right, <laughs> right. Everybody needs to yeah. know about this yeah, he,
2: he went from uh being a denier to screaming from the mountaintop that's for sure
1: <laughs> yes he's <laughs> definitely an apostle of it. in fact I, uh, he's doing an all-day workshop uh, for cincinnati area that is online listeners so it doesn't matter where you are you could attend that one Uh, on the 15th. And I, 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 half of that workshop, it's like six hours and half of it is an actual workshop. It's actual hands-on. Okay, guys are going to pull you through this process, even if it's kicking and screaming and you're going to come out with something that is going to change how you run your business. And and information about that's at CincinnatiREA.com as well. But, um, you've, you've now worked through the, the REI black book system with easily tens of thousands of real estate investors.
2: Yeah, we've supported tens of thousands of investors, uh, you know, coast to coast across the country, actually even a couple in Mexico and Canada. Um, So we've had basically a sneak peek under the hood, if you will, of where they're struggling, where they're successful. What's that differentiator? I mean, one solopreneur is in the same market. Focusing on the same type of deals, and their business is completely different than the person next to them and You start looking at it and you know they 've got the same systems and they 're doing the same marketing and you know long term when you look back it 's one of them had very clear vision systems, the right people in place, and what that can do not just you know to get a couple of deals this month, but that long term consistency that us as investors have to have um, it, it makes all the difference in the world
1: mm mm-hmm. So you've probably also seen that there are a lot of real estate entrepreneurs, not, 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 probably not as many as are in the general population. Most, most real estate entrepreneurs are all into anything that will help them do things easier and be happier about it and so on. But there's, there's a certain number of resistors to this whole (laughs) vision thing, you know, and, and uh, the way I, the way I hear it is either, um, you know, it's woo woo. And I'd rather spend that time, you know, doing something useful. I've got to go paint a garage or something like that. (laughs) Or there's the people who just, they just won't do any kind of goals or forecasting at all because they've been disappointed too many times. They, you know, they set their annual goals and they just never quite reach them. So it's just mentally easier for them not to set goals. What do you say to people like that? If If I was sitting in front of you going, well, you know, I, I, I'd love to do some of your vision education, but pff, it's not for me. Yeah, well, first I'll say I was that person um, when, when I first
2: came on. Again, coming from corporate America, if you will, uh, I, I truly thought this was just something that shareholders put on a wall and it was a marketing um, tactic. But after seeing it firsthand and being a part of it and and truly buying it, I, I'm actually I've never been one of the the feely emotional. People, myself, Vina, um, but I have been transformed and again, you know, having the luxury of, of seeing tens of thousands of investors across the country, the ones that do put in the hard work, get vulnerable, go through that uncomfortable periods of of putting things on paper, holding yourself accountable, um, you know looking in the mirror, if you will, um, where you're at, where you need to be, where those gaps are that that's part of this workshop, and that that's that's part of this whole process is, is and you know sometimes it's painful, but you know being a business owner you're going to have to deal with pain <laughs> and deal with a little bit of pain now or a whole lot more pain down the road, and once you really buy in and accept that, uh, it's easy to kind of, you know, go through the process and, and, and take it serious.
1: So I think, I think what, what some of those listeners need to hear you say, don't, don't lie, mm-hmm. don't lie I don't, only say this so. if it's, only say this if it's true, is that with all of these folks that you've seen go through this process, the end result is they make more money. Sometimes they get, they get more scale.
2: Sometimes, it it, see, that's just it. Um, This isn't necessarily to build an empire. It's not that we have to set a vision in place because we want to, you know, be the biggest investor and make a billion dollars. That's why getting that personal vision really dialed in because most people think that they need a million dollars or $10 million, you know, to live that life. In reality, most of us have a much smaller number that would completely fulfill our personal visions. So, we use that. We kind of, you know, I have mentioned this before, but we put an appraisal value, if you will, on our personal visions. And then we can build our business plan and our business vision around that. Um, but no, it doesn't necessarily mean being a millionaire, having $10 million in the bank. Um, that, that's a, that's a common, uh area that most people think that that's what the goal is and you know some sometimes yes but most of the time that's not the
1: case. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's well, unless you have a particular kind of like uh psychology that uh, I don't know how many people would be listening at this point who grew up in the depression but you know <laughs> if if you have a particular kind of psychology where m- money just straight out equals security. The number of zeros in my bank account tells me how safe I feel. Nobody's actually in this for the money. Yeah. They're in it for what they think the money can get them, which is which normally what that comes down to is some version of freedom. I want to sure. be able to go where I want to go when I want to go there. I want to be able to choose the medical care I get. I want to be able to uh choose the people that I'm around. Yep. Right? And so listeners, I hope you I hope you caught the subtlety of what he just said because I I have I have seen exactly the same thing people who are driving, 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 because they have this number. They, I, I need to be a half a million dollar a year earner. And then they sit down and they do their vision and they go, I don't need to be a half a million dollar a year earner. I need to be a calm, peaceful person who raises good kids and um, spends six months a year yep. in Florida or, you know, if it's the other six months of the year in the Adirondacks or something like that. And I have seen it change people in the opposite direction, where they decide they don't need to be making this much money because their life goals aren't going to cost this much, and and then and then they disappear. Like we don't we don't see them for six months at a time because they are. I mean, these are people I know personally because it worked. Yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> and and it, and it wasn't that they needed the more money. It was they were so caught up in in the whole goal setting thing that we've all been taught.
2: That's usually the case. That's usually the case. Again, most people now the vast majority go into it with this huge number in mind. But uh, I mean, I had, I'd, I'd be guessing to put a percentage on it, but the overwhelming majority, that number is half or less than half of what they originally thought that they needed to do in order to quote, be successful and, and have their business the way that they originally thought it mm-hmm. would be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's, and, and you want to talk about an empowering experience after you go through this vision building, you know, experience and 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 put the time in to do it when you walk out and realize that you're really probably closer than what you really thought anyway mm-hmm. um, and and having a concrete plan to where all right yes this is achievable and this is why versus what you said earlier hey I'm gonna put all these massive goals up here each and every year I'm either gonna you know if I hit them that's cool but you probably hate your life in the process or you didn't hit them and now you're frustrated now myself. Yeah. It's kind of a lose lose. <laughs> so, you know, th- this is important, not just for the business and the people around you, but you know, as well as you inside, how you feel emotionally,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, it, it, a lot, a lot of it goes into this.
1: And spending, spending some time really thinking about again, personal vision, where, do, where do I want to be in all areas of my life? Not just the financial area. Where do I want to be with my relationships, with my, uh, spiritual life with my health. That's another thing that that's one of the first thing that's first things that go with entrepreneurs who yep. are like, I'm going to kill it this year. Um, yep. <clears throat> opens up your brain to solving the problem in a way that doesn't involve 80 hours a week of work. And one of the um, people I have in my mind as I'm talking about this, because I know he's very vision driven when he sat down and did this, his, reaction was to not buy any more properties. This was a guy who was like buying rentals every two months because he had this certain, you know, I need this many rentals and then I'll have this much income and then I'll, he looked at it and he went, I don't need a hundred rentals. I need 25 paid off ones. Yep. So the, so the whole goal switched from, let me get a hundred that have mortgages that I have to worry about to let me take the best 25 I have sell some of the other ones, pay off the mortgages, go do some retail deals, pay off the mortgages, put the rents into paying off the mortgages. And in two to three years, he was an ender. Like he never had to do another deal. He travels. Co- I can never get a hold of him <laughs> because he is <laughs> always, always traveling. And uh it, it, it was such a huge weight off of him that I don't have to keep up this pace that I've been keeping up for the 10 years I thought I was going to. And then... Manage all of those, that huge portfolio for years and years and years. 25 is easy to manage, man. You don't even need a rental manager except that you're out of town all the time. So you probably do. Yes. So yeah, doing, doing this change it sometimes changes you in ways that you weren't expecting the change. Yes. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break. And now that we have woo woo you for. <laughs> 20 minutes. I'm looking for your feedback. Have you done a vision statement? Um, are you interested in doing one? Do you, if you did one, did it, did it have an effect? Be honest. You know, if I did it, nah, I didn't really do much. Let me know. Uh, If you have questions, let me know. 877-772-9658. Again, 877-772-9658. Or if you're still at work and you don't watch your boss hearing you talk about your vision about real estate, (laughs) You can also send an email. The email address is askvena, askvina at com. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Vena Jones-Cox, talking today to Kevin Carroll about uh, visions, uh, business visions, the importance of them, the effects that they have. I, I think what we're both trying to do is get you to do this, whether whether you do it by going to the Ria G C workshop on the fifteenth of January or whether you do it in the privacy of your own home just just to do it because we have both been directly affected mm-hmm. by in positive way. Yes. <laughs> by yep. by uh business okay. visions. We have seen lots of other people that it has just turned everything about what they did. Like it, it, it changes what they do on a day to day basis. This isn't just like in a big picture, 10 year kind of thing. Like.
2: Correct. Well, yeah. And, you know, and we've talked about that, you know, feeling most people like, Oh, I just don't need a vision. I haven't bought into that. You know, a, a big part of, of not just the actual vision of, of personally and professionally, what we are looking to accomplish and how you know, what, what's our envision of what that's going to be. But there's other parts that impact this. Right. So, you know, we've got other systems as real estate investors that roll up into this. You know, the you know, maybe it's marketing systems and money systems and management systems. We've got um, on the other side, you know, the people aspect. You know, how are we um, who's
1: helping us reach our vision? Because it's correct. almost impossible. Unless your vision's very small. Even you're not going to do it by yourself. A hundred
2: percent, and and that's where most people, especially solopreneurs and and newer investors, they get in here and think that they don't need any of this. And the reality is, you're going to need people at some point or another. Who's who's sitting in what seat? What those roles are? What do we like to do personally, mm-hmm. and what do we not like to do? Because you know the stuff that we don't like is probably going to be one of our first hires mm-hmm. or first uh points of reaching out to somebody else to outsource that oh no first but,
1: hire is the thing that you don't like and aren't good at right
2: right <laughs> <laughs> exactly but you know so the vision part yeah that's great but you know part un- underneath there we still have systems that are attached to it we have the people aspect and you know mm. for example if we've got visions we have, if we have vision and people but we have no systems mm. well We've got chaos, right? So we have (laughs) a bunch of people around and ourselves, and it's just chaotic. And so anytime that you're missing one or the other, um, you know, there's there's a lot that goes into this other than just saying this is the type of life I want to live personally. This is the type of life I want to live as a business owner as well. But the
1: the vision is still number one because if you try and do the systems and the people without the vision – you can go way down the wrong track of I need a system to do 100 wholesale deals this year. So I'm going to spend uh, you know a lot of time and a lot of money either creating or copying or buying other people's systems and hire people to do that. But if it doesn't actually align with my personal vision, like part of my personal vision, I will just sh- share that with everybody right now, a little nervous, <laughs> is to not work past two o'clock in the afternoon. That's awesome. It's to it's to, you know I, I don't want to I I I will tend to keep working as long as there's work in front of me and then I don't get to learn to speak Spanish or play the ukulele or you know some of the other things I'd like yep. to do and um if I if that is really part of my vision and I'm really committed to it doing a hundred wholesale deals is probably not in alignment with that a year. Yep, Yep. because that even with staff people that's a that's not that's not something you can stop doing at two o'clock in the afternoon if there's a there's something happening at four you got to do it at four right
2: maybe not take it off saturdays or sundays either (laughs) yes exactly
1: so the vision has to come first and the vision has to drive the business decisions and and it actually in a way it makes it easier Because we all get offered, everybody in the real estate world gets offered exciting looking new opportunities pretty much weekly. We hear, we hear somebody say, man, I converted my rentals into short term rentals and now I'm making three times as much money. We go, huh, I should, I should do that. Well, that's, you just decided to start another business on top of whichever ones you already have. Correct. Or, you know, MLMs. I'm always getting offered ground floor opportunities and multi-level marketing things. (laughs) And, and looking at that, okay, but I don't want to work past two o'clock makes me say, you know, that sounds really interesting and exciting and it's going to make me put work past two. So I can't.
2: Yep. And in setting those guardrails is going to keep you happy, your team's happy. If you're changing direction and your vision's not clear, I, I can tell you, um, our experience Prior to adopting this and, and, and you you know Damon so um, you're laughing and rightfully so but
1: you felt you felt like a like a um, ball in a in a uh, pinball machine 100 <laughs> I
2: mean, it's it, it art it would change sometimes two or three times in an hour uh-huh. um, directions and this idea moves to this idea and and I know you have some of those similar characteristics too here and without I, vision I you... do
1: but another part of my vision <laughs> statement says I have a Happy, cohesive, well-paid team, and they aren't happy when I do that. Correct. <laughs> so I, yeah. Alright, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's go to the phones. Uh, line one, it says Pauline in Cleveland, but I'm wondering if that's actually Colleen in Cleveland. Of course it is. Okay, yeah, well they, they, they typed your name Pauline on the little screen I'm looking at. Hey Colleen, how's it going?
3: I'm good. I'm good. I, um, I'm listening to the thing and going, yeah, I need to
1: do one of those vision plan classes. You do. You do. It it, it it's it's yep. it's serious it's seriously life changing and I know you're kind of at the front part of your real estate business right now. Yep. I wish I had heard this at the front part of my real estate business instead of after I had already built a quote business that was eating my health, my sanity, my everything.
3: Yeah, well, I'm trying to do it better. <laughs> yeah,
1: do it better than being a dead. That's just, that's just like a rule to live by. Do it better than being a dead.
3: Well, right. you know, I started to do this vision thing with, with another person two years ago and then COVID hit and they had to cancel their class. And so now this is my opportunity to start over.
1: Yes, yes, it is. And it's a, it's a good, you know, uh, I keep saying there's a, there's a workshop on the 15th and you know there's gonna be people who are like, well, I'll just you know I'll get the recording or whatever which is which is fine like if you absolutely can't be there on the fifteenth, but what it took for me to to really sit down and and pound out a serious vision statement was several hours with no distraction in a class like that like you have to commit the time otherwise you're like, oh, we're on a little tonight I work on a little tomorrow and, I, and then it then life gets in the way and it never actually gets finished and it doesn't inspire you to do anything different. So yeah, if you can get to that Well Hopefully
3: your class is on, uh, hopefully the class is in Columbus. Not in Cincy.
1: It's online. It's neither, oh, okay. you don't have then, to go anywhere.
3: Oh, yeah. I'd rather go somewhere than sit at home and be distracted.
1: <laughs> well, you can, you can, you can go find somebody else who's taking the class and you can go sit with them and watch it on Zoom.
3: Oh, good plan. All right.
1: I know. Right? Sign in. <laughs> who, who wants to sit? Who wants to sit on a couch with Colleen and I? Don't know. Have a glass of wine and do your vision statement. Uh, she's making a request. Hey, I, mean, I got some. I got some Jack
2: Daniels and Coke, girlfriend. I'm ready. <laughs> All, All right. right may, maybe we will move this to live. I'm, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing.
1: <laughs> All right, Colleen. Good. I I appreciate your input on this. Um, Mike, there is a message up on the screen that I do not understand. Is Dave being funny. Oh, okay. Okay. So, <laughs> sorry. It's, it's a, so the, the screen's supposed to say who's calling, and it says something else. Um, I also got an email, Kevin, from Natalie, who says, when I get home, I'm going to create a vision statement. I don't mean need a million dollars. only need to travel and take care of a medical condition. And, Natalie, I think so part of your personal vision would be something about either living free of that medical condition, or depending on what it is, if it's something... Um, you know, I have a medical condition that is, it's just never going to get cured. It's a, it's, a, it's a thyroid thing. Uh, it's living normally with it. So because that's the kind of stuff that goes into your personal vision It's like, what is my health like? What am I able to do? What do I, what do I do with my health? Do I, you know, so yay, Natalie, thank you. That actually makes Kevin, Kevin's nodding his head practically off. Yep. Yep. <laughs> because. Uh, that's what we were, that's exactly what we were hoping was to inspire some people to actually do it. Um, a question from William, who is from Overland Park. Oh. He's like, you know, the side like, of the state, ne- next close. door to you, yeah, but close but, enough. yeah, he says, uh, what concrete steps can your guest suggest as to how we can create a personal vision? For example, do you have a checklist? I'm in the Kansas City area, so I can't attend the class tomorrow in Cincinnati. Well, no, you can't attend tomorrow in Cincinnati, but you could attend online on the 15th. But no, we're still going to answer your question. So God, this is the this is the limitation right here of being on radio. Yes. Because if you had a slide <laughs> that people could see, <laughs> right. you could right. you could say these are the areas that you have to think about. But let's 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 walk through that a little bit. Yeah.
2: So in Colleen earlier mentioned a vision statement. Right. Um, but if as far as handouts go and worksheets and all, the, the answer is yes. Um, you know, th- this workshop is not just putting pen to paper and writing out. I need to be off by 2 p.m. every day so I can play the ukulele. Um,
1: oh, boy, I'm never going to live that down. I suddenly no, have I, the feeling. I love it. I love
2: it. <laughs> but, you know, th- there's there's subsets. So underneath vision, you know, we have mission, values, and purpose. And there's a exercise associated with digging into what our missions are what is our purpose as a company um you know so on and so forth once we go over to the systems part again i mentioned management and money so there are subsets with different worksheets and exercises and this is going to be very interactive this isn't something to to you know, put on Zoom and have the TV off in the background at the same time. This is going to be very engaging. You're going to have questions that come up throughout. There's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of, you know, what should I do here? So this isn't just something that you could download and kind of fill out and throw together yourself. And oh, the- I can't just
1: go to myperfectvision.com and download My Perfect Vision.
2: That would be awesome, but no. That's probably, that's, <laughs> that's probably
1: an ophthalmologist anyway. I just made that up. But, um,
2: Their website traffic's gonna explode. So I,
1: I think what Bill is asking is something even more basic than that. I think what he's asking is maybe what do as I'm thinking through my vision and personal vision so that I can then get to my business vision, what sort of things do I need to consider? And this is this is important because I've seen people struggle with this because they can they're afraid to let themselves dream as big as you need to dream. That's exactly
2: what I was going to say. The The first thing that you need to do anytime that you approach this type of exercise is, one, remove any filters from dr- truly dreaming. Don't look at it from, well, I already have these other obligations or I have this going on. So you have to put everything aside. And if time and money, I mean, there is nothing else out there that could possibly factor what do you want to do
1: okay so bill if you're sitting with a piece of paper write on the top of it if time and money were no object dot dot dot
2: yep and that's where we're going to start the journey
1: mhm and then going through each of the and this was this was bad cuz we had a slide about this yesterday Described. we're going to have another one tomorrow <laughs> and it was a circle and i can't i can't describe it but yep l- look at the look at the major areas of anyone's life i would be what physically or how physically I would be what or how spiritually I would be what or how with my relationships. I would be, um, uh, social life, hobbies, um, uh, passions. Um, uh, yeah, and yes, business, security, money, that sort of thing. Yep. And time and money is no object I know it actually is an object. I know I hear you saying that. It is an object. Yep. No, it's not. Not for the purposes of creating a vision statement. It's it's if everything else was was out of the way, how would I want to live? Pre- and and there's nothing wrong with having a stuff category there. Yep. Correct? I I, I like I'm I'm going to be really unhappy if I die without a boat. Okay, but a boat on your vision statement. Yep. And be specific. What kind of boat? How big? Right. How yeah. often are you going to use it? Yep. Where are you going to go with it? All right. Let's go to the phones and talk to Ramey on line one in California. Is it Ramey or Rami? It's Rami. Uh, Rami. Hi, Rami. I'm, I'm sensitive about people uh, mispronouncing my name, so I try and always get it right with other people. Oh, uh, don't worry
4: about it. <laughs> it. We haven't, we haven't, wait until you hear my last name. You're probably going to hang up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, by the way, I'm looking forward to, to see you on February 4th. The fourth or sixth thing, probably fourth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, so I signed up for your, for your workshop. Extremely excited. Anyway, uh, back to the question. So I have a really great problem. Okay. Um, uh, so I've been, I'm a full time. I work in the technology field. Um, uh, I, you know, move my way up from being a technician to a VP of a company and, uh, I make good money. But I'm extremely passionate about real estate. I love real estate. I love that, that mm-hmm. you know, consistent wealth that uh, that it provides and let the money work for you versus so you work for the money kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. And
4: I've done a few deals in the past. Uh, I am struggling with the point where I feel like, okay, now I need to start to make this shift because I'm making good money on W2. I hate W2. But I'm... You know, I know that real estate would actually be a great, uh, you know, passive income for me in the future and could actually put me in a financial freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, my corporate job will not. I'm struggling to actually take that, put that switch where, okay, well, well, let me turn that on and let me start to do, instead of doing 100% corporate job, let me do 70% and then 30% real estate. Well, that means that I'm sacrificing my job at some point. Mm-hmm. So... I'm thinking of putting systems in place where I don't have to be present to actually, you know, acquire deals and close deals and, you know, grow my real estate business. So my question is, is more into, is it really possible? Is it more of a, okay, no, finish one thing and then focus on one hundred percent or could it be possible where you could start to snowball that real estate investment? To a point where you feel like okay well now I'm making as much money as I'm making before but let me ask make you
1: an money. important question before I throw it over to Kevin here if yeah. you could have both if you could if you could continue to work your job and also have all the income that you needed from real estate would you do that no okay so the job is just golden handcuffs
4: yeah, it got to a point that it's not, it's not something that I'm excited about anymore. I've okay. done everything in it where I, I maxed out. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm just, I'm just trying to be clear on what the vision is here because if you, if you had said, yes, I'd really like to do both and that would be the problem we're trying to solve. So you asked the right person the question though about is it possible to put systems in place where I'm <clears throat> kind of getting that full time effect from my real estate and also not working full time on it,
2: yeah, <clears throat> good question <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> sorry a uh, great question. that one actually comes up more times than not um, most entrepreneurs that go you know start down this journey um, you know almost all of us have a full time w two and where's that balance? Um, if the if the current W-2 to Venus Point isn't totally fulfilling, that's not what your true passion and love is, then realistically, like, our vision and your planning process should be to transition you out of that at a certain point when the time is right and the plan's in place. But also, at the same time, I, and I, I want to talk about the systems part of things here because this is really, really important. So a lot of investors will make mistakes, and we've... You know, to a certain extent, I'll even say that we've almost enabled it. Um but systems, if you just have a bunch of systems without the proper vision and that goal in mind, um you're you're gonna be basically working two full-time jobs at this point because you try to automate, but there's still other things that's gonna fall through the cracks. The good thing about real estate investors and and, and what I have specialized in for quite some time is the actual systems that are used by real estate investors. The great thing is those can be copied. Those are the easy ones that you need this for your marketing, this for your follow up. This is how you sell your deals. All those little, th- those are just easy to copy and paste systems into your business. But if we don't have the vision and the systems people to go along with those systems, it's not going to make your life any easier.
1: Yeah, he said, uh, Kevin said something really powerful yesterday at the re meeting, and I'm sure we'll say it again tomorrow at the Cincinnati meeting, which is, you can't copy vision. That's you. You gotta do that. But you can absolutely copy systems. And, and, and let, let me say, you should, because <laughs> creating them, creating them yourself can be kind of a, uh, a job all by itself. So, Get the get the vision down. Copy systems from everybody, and I, I mean, there's there's tech you can buy, there's systems you can buy, there's other people's systems that you can use. Yeah, all those
2: systems that have been proven by other investors to work, copy those. Steal but you can't copy <laughs> vision, and you can't copy people. So those are the two areas that we really have to focus and get our our plan crystal clear and make sure it works for everybody.
1: All right. So okay. Robbie, is, we is are
4: that, is that system? Yeah,
1: go on. Uh, yeah, we, we've, we've, we've actually run out of time. If you're about to ask what, if that's what the seminar on the 15th covers, the answer is yes. <laughs> and it's com. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but, <laughs> we, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be there.
4: That was my question, actually. You read mine too. I don't know. <laughs> yes, I do.
1: I do. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Um, and, uh, unfortunately, we are completely out of time. We could probably have talked about this for, Another hour. Somebody sent me a copy of their vision board. I'll share that with you later on, uh, Kevin. But uh, thank you for coming. Oh, my pleasure. Um, love this topic. Hope a lot of people are are taking something away. In other words, meaning doing it. We'll be back next week with more information to put you on the path to financial independence through real estate investing. Until then, happy investing.